what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they do help create a merry heart. And a merry heart makes like medicine. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media, they create a scary heart. See, we're a merry heart. They're a scary heart. Woo! Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because it helps me to find my heart. Oh, oh, that's good. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, on what do we spend most of our mind time on? Ooh. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out to us. We'll be right here. You can call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. It's awesome. It's fantastic. It's just incredible. Because when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking a dynamite D. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like coming to the end of the day and finding out you have no more errands to take care of. You're done. You're love done. It. You're love done. That's just personal. It's just like, hallelujah, hallelujah, I, I, I am done. That's what it's like to talk to him. Don't you think that's fantastic? All right, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. People are listening going, what? What's going on there in the office? The helium broke loose. Uh, 214-210-8483. You can also uh, email us, by the way. Now that we do do email, I know people are like, email? It's so slow now. (laughs) Remember when email was like the fastest thing ever? And now it's texts. Do you know what it really used to be? Talking. Talking and listening. Isn't that amazing? Anyhow, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Also, we also always send you up to the website. Two things to tell you up there. Number one, don't forget, on the website is the ambassador program. So on the website, when you go to it, you click. It says ambassador. You click on there, and there's a video. Just watch the video. It won't do anything weird. It won't put you into a trance. It 
hopefully won't put you to sleep, not that I'm aware of, and then I'll tell you what to do from there. There's no requirements. There's no uh, uh, things that you have to accomplish on a regular basis. It's just an opportunity to be used as a vessel to encourage people to hear the show and maybe an opportunity for you to witness and share the gospel without you being the, you know, fearful person that maybe you are from time to time. You can just, like, give people, like, a pamphlet or a brochure and say, here, check this out. Also on the website's a place to give. We encourage people to do that because we operate by the funds. That's how we do it. We do it by the grace of God. He's been faithful to us the entire way through. We've been so blessed in that. We don't uh, take a lot in, but we take enough in. Not too much that we forget God. Not too little that we curse. Just the right amount. If the Lord puts it on your heart, please give. We would love it. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org <laughs> that, that that, That's taking all of the bad stuff and putting it in a bottle and putting a cork on it. While drinking a Sprite. There you go. I'll go with that one. Remember that old campaign on Sprite? That was a great campaign. Anyhow, keep in mind, you're supposed to be praying for the audience. We hope you're doing that. We think that's a very important part of what we do. Plus, you've got your Feb buddy. That's what we call your Feb buddy. So if you're listening to a filler, you're listening to the show, and you hear somebody call in, and you're like, oh, 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 you pray for that person throughout the month of February. We're already at the 10th of February, so you got to get on it. You only got this day and 18 more to go. If you're not doing it, if you're doing it, thank you. You know how much we appreciate that. Plus, yesterday I mentioned a couple. We're going to cover a couple of things uh, in the next segment, uh, but I mentioned that people need to have courage, and so I wanted to do kind of a part two on that. One of the things that takes place is we hear things, we see things, we feel things, and there's nothing bizarre about any of that until those inputs that we take in crush us then there's something wrong. So what we need to have and maintain is this courage, this confidence. So courage, you know, you think of bravery, you, know, you think of steadfastness. You also need to think of not being afraid because that's what courage gives you, the ability to push past any fear. It's not that it denies that fear exists. It pushes past the fear and says, no thanks. So remember, David said, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, a decision to be made for sure. So we encourage you to be courageous. That's very, very important. And then we'll uh, talk about some of the praise reports. We've had a lot of praise reports coming from people. We want to let the people bring those to us as they see fit. But I can tell you right now, I'm aware of about three, four, maybe five different praise reports. And in time, they will come to us as the Lord sees fit. We think it's fantastic that the Lord is doing great works amongst the people of God. It's just great stuff. It's great when God is active and people are like, oh, whoa, look at this. It's very, very, very powerful. Speaking of powerful, let's get into the text. We're in my, ho, 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 some of my faves. We're in Hebrews. 
What kind of coffee does he have? Hebrews. Okay, here's the bottom line. We're in Hebrews. Now we're going through the people. We already uh, kind of talked about the Lord. Uh, you know, we talked about the, the the what faith was. We talked about the universe being created by the spoken word of God from, from his mouth became matter. It's like it's just incredible. And now we go into the people in verse 4. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was approved as a righteous man because God approved of his gift. Even though he was dead, he still speaks through his faith. Now, let me just stop and say something that a lot of commentators don't talk about. You know who's not in the Hall of Fame of Faith that I'm aware of? Now, I could be wrong and somebody could show me, but uh, and I don't have a problem with that. That doesn't bug me in the slightest, but I don't see Adam and Eve in this Hall of Fame of Faith. It's like, ow. <laughs> now, I don't think that, I just think that they were the created first couple, and it's just like, I don't know how much faith they needed. <laughs> they needed obedience. I don't know how much faith they needed, but that's besides the point. But I want to go back to this thing about Abel and uh, Cain because there's a little bit of theological disagreement. It's silly. And so we'll just cover it. By faith, Abel offered a better offering. Was it because Abel offered animals and Cain offered plants? No. <laughs> it's No, that's wrong. That's 100% wrong. No. Genesis 4, 3 through 4 states, Cain presented some of the crops as a gift to the Lord, and Abel also brought gifts, the best portions. The difference is one of them was some of the, and the other one was the best of. It wasn't what it was. It was the quality of what was being offered. By faith, when you give to God, you don't give God your leftovers. Did he give you his leftovers? Then why would you give him his leftovers? Why would you give him your, your leftovers? See, here's the thing. If you give God leftovers, he'll reject it. What happened to Cain? It's not that he didn't give anything, but it's like, hey, I got my crops, yeah, I got my cabbage, yeah, I got my yams, yeah, I got my things here, yeah, 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 here, uh, you can have this. You know what that's like? That's when people are get the church, and then all of a sudden they feel like other people are watching. I better look like I'm a giver, and they open up their wallet and put in a fiver. Like, just want to make sure God, God covered. Everybody see that? I put a five in. That's just impressive. The Lord wants the best of what we have. The first. By the way, the entire witness to this is in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, where God tells the people of Israel, the firstborn are mine. Ah. Ah, get it? So here, it wasn't what was being offered. It was the quality of what was being offered. By faith, there's no leftovers, or God's going to reject it. The church may accept it because the church needs money on a regular basis. That's not weird. But it doesn't mean as much to God as a person's trying to make it seem like it means to God. And we got to stop that. We don't give God what's left over. We don't give God what we have. Oh, you know. Yeah, I have this steak kicked it all. You know, I got this little edge I was going to give to the dog. But you know what, Lord, here, I'm going to give it to your priest instead. There you go. That is not the way to go about things. It is not 
what it is. It is the heart in the presentation. It's not how much we give in the sense of the amount. It's where it is in the framework of the amount. Is it at the end what's left over or is it the best of? And then I'll just, you can just, I can teach on this for hours. I'm not going to, I'm going to wind it down, but listen, don't give God less than your best, no matter what category it is, including your heart, your time, and your breath. He doesn't get what's left over. He gets the best thereof. That's what makes it acceptable. Okay? All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. Dr. Robert Jeffress on hell. I had a lady one time, uh, we did a Q&A session in our church. We call Ask the Pastor. Usually I know what they're going to ask, but this lady raised her hand and she said, Pastor, if a woman is pregnant at the rapture, does that mean she will be pregnant throughout eternity? <laughs> and I paused for a second and I said, yes. It's called hell. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, there are some unanswered questions about all of this, but I do think we can know we're going to know one another. The David Spoon Experience. The Christian faith is being attacked. Fifty years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. Oh! 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. In the Old Testament, which prophet told King David to give his son Solomon the name Jedediah? I will give you this hint. It's the same prophet that said to David, Thou art the man. Okay, there you go. Pretty strong, I think, right? Pretty good. Do it again. Give people a chance. In the Old Testament, which prophet told King David to give his son Solomon the name Jedediah? It's the same prophet that said to David, Thou art the man. If you think you know, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at he must org. I think it's a good time to do our DNA, because DNA is a good thing to do. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Spend time with God every day so your life can be better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's coming to a single record to you soon. That's a nice little jingle. <laughs> We're going to put it on a 45. That's how hard it's going to be to see to find it. All right, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never. Never. I'm so disappointed. The Church of England has lost their mind. They're cut off from the head of Christ completely. They have now taken the Bible and thrown it out completely. It's just amazing, and this is the thing. They're ashamed of the word of Jesus. So, yeah, well, guess what? Luke 9, 26, coming your way, all right? And then A, always be ready to serve, To serve, which we talked about. OPM, other people matter. Now, in the movie with Danny DeVito, that was other people's money. But in this case, it is not. It is OPM, other people matter, so that you and I are aware that other people count. It's not that you're not going through stuff. It's not that you don't need prayer. It's not that you don't need to be encouraged and strengthened. It's just that what a man sows, that shall he also reap. And if you sow into people, care about people, and love people, guess what? That's going to come back to you. That's right. And for those who are thinking that's connected to karma, about 1,500 years after the Bible came up with it. But that's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. All right, so in the meantime, we'll just uh, we'll go over the trivia question again, and then we'll jump back into the teaching, because I love this teaching, this part of Hebrews, of course, Hebrews 11. How great is that? Uh, in the Old Testament, which prophet told King David that his son Solomon, uh, to give his son Solomon the name Jedediah, it's the same prophet that said to David, thou art the man, when he was confronted. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770, 214-210-8483 is the text. Then David at he must increase org is the email you want to use. Let's do a quick moment of prayer for our audience. I'm going to pray for something you're not going to believe, but it's pretty important. I think you'll agree with me. If you don't, then don't say amen. Here we go. Father, we come before you right now. We just want to thank you and praise you for all the people that you've brought into our lives. And we know, Lord, many people are struggling mentally. 
having a big, big struggle in the brain, big, big struggle in the mind where a lot of the warfare is. And we are praying, Lord God, that you would give all of us a fixed mindset, a strong mindset to resist the enemy, to resist the world, to resist our flesh, and to surrender to the influences that come from your biblical truth and that come from the movement of the Holy Spirit. We're asking for your help in this because we can't do it without you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, just want to call that straight out what I see it and how I think that goes. Here we go. Back to the text. Still with Abel, because I want to cover something that I think does get missed. It's pretty important, and that is this. By Abel, by faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was pr- approved as a righteous man because God approved of his gifts. And even though he was dead, he still speaks through his faith. What's amazing is that in the very beginning of Scripture in Genesis chapter 4, actually it's chapter 3 that it starts, but chapter 4, and then chapter 5, you get the testimony from God about eternal life. You just don't get it yet. He's dead, right? Yeah? Guess what? He's still speaking. What? What do you mean he's still speaking? He's dead. Yeah, wrong. This is the thing that people miss. Even though he's dead, he's still speaking. Oh, God, did you see what he did to me? You know what he's saying, don't you? Thanks for that, brother. Anyway, <laughs> here's how it goes. How it goes is just like he's speaking. That's eternal life. Listen. Genesis 1, 3, and 4 all speak of eternity in some fashion. It's spelled out. He's being dead. He's not, it is not being over. You and I are not existential beings. We're not like a TV that plugs in and plugs out. We speak even after death. And a Christian who doesn't believe in the resurrection is not a follower of Christ. Sorry. Because it is core to the tenet of faith that he died on the cross, was buried, and three days later he rose again. To not believe that is to not believe the gospel and create a God after the image you want to. Wrong. That's not okay. And then verse 5 says, By faith Enoch was taken away, so he did not experience death. He was not to be found because God took him. For before he was taken away, he was approved as one who pleased God. And I love this story about Enoch because what happens, and this is only in the 20th century and beyond has this happened. So Enoch uh, never experienced death. You know who else didn't experience death was Elijah who went up in the whirlwind, right? Up to heaven. So what Christians do is say, well, they have to die because they sinned, so therefore they have to be the two witnesses. (laughs) Wrong. That, in fact, that thinking didn't even arrive until the 20th century. That's how bad it is, okay? Didn't even exist. Nobody thought that. Here's the reality. God creates laws, operates in these laws, puts forth these laws, but has the right to change, alter, or anything he wants because you want to know why? Wait, give it. He's God. And you can go, no, God can't change it. See, watch. God created the law of time. And then you know what he did for Joshua? He stopped it. <laughs> it's like he doesn't do what he wants. He's God. Not God, God is not subject, not now, nor will he ever be, to anything that he chooses not to be. Don't you understand how absurd that is? And what's the testimony of Enoch? How do you not love this guy? He's there 
and then he's gone, right? I always think of this. I know it's not right, but it's funny. Enoch's out on the side of the house painting. Enoch's wife's like going, Enoch, it's time to come in for dinner. And there is no reply. What? God said, that's enough. I'm not doing this with you. You just come up here. He did not experience death because God took him. Before he was taken, he had this he had this testimony. He was approved as one who pleased God. God loved this guy. It's like, this guy's coming. We're not even going to put this guy through what's coming. Let's just take, take him up. Let's go. And that's just incredible. And then you're thinking, no, no, it's got to be the way I say it is. If you don't like the way it is, you line up behind Job, and then you can have your arguments after you think you can, after you think Job will win his. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. Come on. So God took him. You think, well, no, he could. No, stop. God could. He's God, right? Does what he wants. Don't don't tell God what he can and cannot do. Stop that. That's just the height of human arrogance. To tell you what you can't do this, God. So Enoch, I love this guy though. He just he pleased God. God loved this guy. Didn't want to be separated from this guy. Just said, get, come here. Come here, you. Come here, you goofball. Maybe not goofball, but that would have been a good one. And there's a, and I just see it. He's like out just doing my chores. Gone. Just like what happened? You know, don't you did you wonder how it happened with the family and everybody what happened after he was gone? Do you think they were like going, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> He's up there going, hey, this heaven thing's cool. <laughs> right? I love stuff like that because I think of that way. I think, what did Enoch think as soon as he was translated up? It's like, hey. And by the way, that word translated is similar to the word of transfiguration that took place in the Greek. It's a similar word in the Hebrew. And it's just like, he's just like, bam, glorified. There you go. What a lucky guy. I wish I was that guy. All right. Uh, in the Old Testament, which prophet told King David to give his son Solomon the name Jedediah? Do you have any idea about that one, buddy? Any at all? At all? You said it was a prophet? Yeah. Uh, was it Nathan? Yes! Yes, Dynamite D! You are correct! It was Nathan. Nathan the prophet said, give him this name. Now... We'll all just admit real quickly, it didn't stick well. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I, I actually thought it was a king. I said, no, he said prophet, not king. Yeah, so the prophet told him to name his kid that. And it's like, yeah, that's how often people listen to the prophets. <laughs> right there, which, of course, is not good in and of itself. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. Here we go. Let me give you an update on Easton Scott. A lot of tough stuff that my daughter and my son-in-law have been going through. Uh, I did send an email out. I don't know if, Julie, if you got the email I or did. not. I did. I sent it out to everybody. So he was going through 20 and 30 seizures per episode, and they've got that down to a dramatically less amount, but the sad news is that from a medical point of view— uh, Easton does not, it does not appear as, according to the doctors, that he will be able to speak or will be able to care for himself. Oh. And so what the result of that is, is that Julianne and Jared, my son-in-law and my daughter, have recognized that God has put them in a position to be the best parents, to love Easton Scott with all that they can and give them the best life that they can. 
But while that's going on, they're not going to stop believing that something can change. And the doctors even said, this is territory we don't even know. Right, because this, this is a problem that not very many people have had. So Very few. Everybody is different. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, they have like 230 total cases in the world that they have records on, which is like, so they're like, we don't know. Right. And it's like, so I, I just want to read this one thing my daughter wrote. It's a fantastic. She wrote this, uh, you know, it's not easy to sit there and write a Facebook post that tells all the things you've been going through. And so I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to read the last paragraph because I thought that was really significant. She wrote, scientifically, Easton does not have much of a chance. His best case scenario is he may possibly be able to walk and say three to five words one day. But God can help him. He's not afraid of impossible odds. And if Easton is healed one day, there will be no question as to where it comes from. It will not be because of therapy. It will not be because of medication or diet. It will be because of God's undeniable healing power. So in the meantime, we choose to raise a hallelujah and trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. Now, the the idea that it's going to be simple and everything's going to be great and they're trying to make pie in the sky, that doesn't exist at all. If you read this, and, and I think Wonder Julie can attest to it, she tells you this is ugly. This, right. this is a not a good situation. It's going to change our lives. He's never going to be able to be unattended. It doesn't look good. And, you know, as a parent, you're heartbroken. They have two other children. They don't want to have any loss in their communication with their kids, but they're going to have to give extra attention. They were going to have a fourth child. They're not sure they're going to do that now. So you got a lot of things in play. But what you can't deny is that my? I, I will take. I won't take credit, but I'll stand in there as a grandparent and as a parent and say, what a fantastic position of faith that my daughter has grown into. She has made the determination that she will do the best that she can as a human being to give this child the best life she can, and she will not quit hoping. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.